Welcome to SciTech Culture with Steve Kern and Ben Warner, where we examine science, technology, and culture in the 21st century. Visit our website at SciTechCulture.com. All right, we're here and it's 2024. Welcome to the new year, Steve. It's hard, it's hard to believe that, uh, you know, it's 2024. <laughs> really it just like because i was just thinking you know although it was uh i think later in 2014 2014 is when we started uh SciTech culture i guess when we get to around september we'll have to uh i don't know do some sort of anniversary around that time although having said that i believe we're coming up to a significant one next week when we uh tick over 300 um so that'll be uh, that'll be quite the milestone as well that is that's a huge milestone you know congratulations for uh, staying the distance i guess ben and uh, you know what's amazing is 10 years is a long time in tech but some things really just haven't changed at all <laughs> yeah that's right and thanks for sticking it out as well <laughs> <laughs> Um, but having said that, um, and just to, you know, jokingly say this off on the side here is that, um, you know, I was concerned that <laughs> we might not get there for, for about five seconds, um, after the, after we came back into the new year, because, um, uh, although I won't go into excessive detail about what caused, um, this particular issue, but, um, I had to do a, a rather rapid change of web hosting providers for our, um, that hosts our MP3 and website, etc. Um, and, um, yeah, that was, uh, that sort of came out of the blue and it kind of, of um, um, exacerbated this whole um, thing for me around um, you know it can be quite easy to get stuck in um, all right the workflow's always um, uh, been working so if it ain't broke don't fix it um, and I had been thinking for a while to make some changes um, just on the back end to make the workflow better but this kind of forced my hand and you know as anyone that knows me knows um, you give me a deadline and I'll uh, I'll be onto it don't worry. <laughs> don't worry and I did have a hard deadline to um, to get uh, to get all of this fixed um, but it it makes me laugh about um, you know the the process of having to switch um, like a hosting plan or um, switching domains or whatever it is that um, that we're doing. And I had foolishly thought that I could just do it in the uh, the back end control panel that I've got with the provider, but it turned out it still required you know a couple of calls um, to the help desk, which as anyone would know, um, you know you have to wait for you know 30 minutes before you actually get to speak to someone and then you got to explain it to them and then you got to explain to them you'd want it done in a specific way no you don't i don't need the three-year hosting plan i don't need the upgrade have you thought about this yes i've com- completely thought about this i want it done in this specific way and i need it done like this and i need you to make it happen and after you get over that um multiple explanations of what you want to do eventually they give in after they try the whole sales pitch about every other feature that you really should be buying um as part of your um it's <laughs> part of your setup um so that was a bit frustrating but i guess what are you going to do it's just um it's just one of those things but um i'm, I'm kind of happy with the fact that that transitions happened now because i've was able to set it up in a way and again you know pressure and deadlines this is where i put my, do my best thinking um you know i was able to put in a, a few um i guess a few a bit of future proofing um adjusted a couple of things to make things a little bit easier um, and then that way, you know, the, the MP3s, most importantly, that I, you know, uh, uh, no downtime for those. Um, they couldn't go offline. Um, thankfully, that um, all came all came off okay. Well, that's a huge effort, Ben. Well done on uh, setting us up for uh, whatever the future is. Well, in this case, we'd have to do another 301 episodes, I guess, maybe until the till we have to deal with this again. And, you know, we were jokingly, you know, before we got on about how maybe the internet's going to be completely different by then, um, or maybe it'll just be a... Um, <clears throat> uh, 
I don't know, some AI hellscape that uh, we can't um, imagine uh, <laughs> um, uh, how it'll be. Um, having said that, um, uh, and um, sort of uh, to throw this at you too, um, uh, just in the last, um, I guess over this last week or two, thinking about all this, thinking back to how setting up the the hosting, etc. in the first place, I was kind of um, having all these uh, flashback memories to like the late 2000s, um, early 2010s. And I've been watching a couple of videos from that time around the types of tech that was around and all that sort of thing. Like, I, I don't know if you um, have like sort of memories of that time that there was a kind of a palpable excitement around what was going Going on um, in terms of um, like the transforming nature of tech, and I think that actually kind of um, started to change once you started to get towards you know like mid to late twenty tens, and where where it's sort of the shine kind of came off, and um, it all became a bit ubiquitous. Yeah, well, let's face it. Back in 2010, 2011, you know, the iPhone was still relatively new. You know, uh, the uh, Android platform was catching up. Uh, things were happening. iPads were new, you know, and uh, it, we were starting to see things, you know, in terms of, uh, I guess, the end of the PC era with just uh, new mobile dev devices, you know, offering us all sorts of uh wonderful and exciting uh, sort of innovation you'd have to say though while there have definitely been advances in terms of tech over the last decade I, I tend to think that the reality is there really hasn't been any innovation and uh you know in fact everything's becoming highly iterative and we're seeing in fact uh, really just a focus on you know return on investment <laughs> rather than trying to build something uh, new or amazing, you know, in, in sort of the tech world, which is understandable. I mean, there's not really been any big breakthrough or any particular need to drive new usage of the tech, and that's ultimately what will drive new platforms. I mean, perhaps the craziest thing we've seen is the, the folding screen and a return to clamshell. <laughs> you know, in a in a form factor that we don't really need it in, but anyway, um, square isn't it? Exactly. Um, there was one final point. I just there was a curious thing I saw the other day. It was a someone on YouTube had done a um, just a a history of um, iPhone video, um, and what they did was they apparently had every model of iPhone available, and they shot you know basically themselves talking to the camera, and that particular points they would change each iphone out so as it was going along you you got the um the increase in quality of the video camera as it went through the years um as each model um progressed so he started with like a i think an iphone 3g or something and then made it all the way up to um uh, the 15 pro max and but what um, what made me and it kind of talks to this point about what how how much uh, how many leaps were made in that early 2010s period and how exciting some of it was because you could see dramatic um, differences in the quality of the video um, up until around the phones that probably came out in around 2015 2016 and then i was i was really watching the video closely and I was starting to not be able to tell the difference between um, uh, each of the the, the the images as they were coming up. Yes, you could tell there were slight differences, um, but basically a, a, a smartphone camera from 2016 onwards was getting the job done. It's interesting you say that. I was looking at some iPhone 4S footage that I shot, and it was actually pretty good. And I thought that looking back at it, and I did, I went and looked at some of my Android, uh, my, some, some of my Sony phone uh, footage, 
and then some of the more recent from my iPhone 13. And uh, what I found most interesting was that the 4S was still very optical. Uh, obviously, there's a high digital element in it still even at that point, but it was still very optical. It was quite well balanced and uh, even the resolution was reasonably good. And what you see over those years is effectively the, the digitization improving the algorithms for you know, effectively filtering out movement, blemishes, colour adjustments, et cetera, et cetera, that are all automated now are actually the improvement. It's not actually the optics. I think the lens, as you say, probably from about 2015 on, I don't think there's been any particular, like, leap forward with them. Yeah, well, as they say, it's a camera system, not a camera. So um, <laughs> that pretty much underlines it. And, you know, it's a studio that I carry around in my pocket. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All righty. Um, so, all right, just um, just shifting away from that, um, one other topic we wanted to touch on because, you know, it's nice to get a nice shock um, <laughs> in uh, <laughs> to kick a year off, um, especially because, you know, I do the, do the odd flight here and there. Um, this whole thing in uh, about this 737 MAX door plug that uh, blew out on this Alaska Airlines flight. Um, and obviously, the you know, not a funny matter in the middle of it. And uh, there was the, the footage of... Um, uh, that someone had taken of the plane flying with, the, with this big gaping hole in the side um, and, you know, lucky that no one, you know, got sucked out um, <laughs> basically in this uh, in this thing. Obviously, it led to some... Uh, so led to some other, uh, I don't know, jokes about IKEA. You know, the the, the people um, assembling the thing, working off IKEA mock-ups of uh, instructions or whatever. Um, and But it kind of... Um, comes back to you know the the max in particular has had that um problematic history where there were the two crashes that happened a few years ago um there's this and then there's um you know um other door plugs that don't have the bolts installed and um it kind of leads to um you know a question mark around like what's going on from a um you know a, a safety perspective you know like adhering to making sure that you know why corner like it kind of points to like corners being cut somewhere um and um it's just disturbing that that's kind of um <laughs> within um within with an airline with a plane yeah very disturbing I, look for me and and we don't know the, the final findings yet so the atsb will uh, turn this into an episode of air crash investigation and i'll be Great viewing when it comes out, so I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Um, but, but I think, you know, what it, what it looks like here is that it's probably not a design fault as much as a human factors error, and that is quite simply that, uh, you know, while machines and AI can uh, probably, you know, make sure that uh, all the parts are where they should be, a human at the end of the day probably needs to check that and you know i'm speculating but it, it could well be that uh somewhere in that process a check uh or some sort of um i don't know maintenance schedule around that door seems to be the issue hmm. I, I don't know that we can say any more than that thankfully it's not anything as terrifying as what happened with the 737 maxes where effectively the ai uh effectively overcorrected trim for the plane, which uh, sent them crashing. So this is a, a very different situation, but not a good one. Mm, absolutely. And it seems that uh, 
Boeing wasn't the only one on the receiving end of a door issue. Well, um, Airbus had one as well recently. Um, curiously, they're all in America, these ones. Um, that might just be luck um, in terms of that. But um, there was like a door indicator warning light on this um, uh, A319, I think, that was um, that had to make an emergency landing. Um, and again, it, go- it goes back to um, then having to sit down and doing a whole bunch of uh, checks and making sure that, um, that everything is uh, operating the way it should. <laughs> and let's face it, sure, uh, a light goes off and a human goes and checks. How, how much do they have to check? You know, what does the schedule say? Does it just have to say, you know, look, does it look like the door plug's in place? And if the answer is yes, it might have overlooked the fact that something was loose or not in place. So it, it's very difficult, you know, I think increasingly, to be quite honest, I think this is probably an area because we're relying more and more on automation. Uh, you know, it's very hard to define what the human role is. And that's why human factors are uh, essential. And I think everyone needs to be super thorough in these situations. Hmm, absolutely. Well, I'm sure we're going to find out uh, the cause and everything in uh, in due order, um, in due time, I should say. Um, uh, as this goes along, um, the um, uh, the investigators are being uh, quite thorough and are t- taking great pains to say we don't know anything about anything until we do. Um, because, um, and you know, again, maybe I have to have another crack at the media here. The amount of times that um, they, um, I've seen Australian media have done it, um, obviously American media have done it, where I've seen them ask the question, so is this what the cause was? Is it, like, Can you tell us definitively now? And like the, the, they keep answering, well, we don't know anything. We're still investigating. It would be inappropriate to speculate as to the exact cause. And to see that on a loop over and over again, um, that sensationalization aspect just really irritated the crap out of me. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it is it is irritating. It's also quite funny because if any of those reporters had ever watched Air Crash Investigation, they no, you don't ask. You don't ask until you see it in the next series. <laughs> Maybe that's what the uh, these guys should do is um, just um, tell them to go watch the show um, <laughs> and kind of get the uh, kind of get the lowdown on it. All right, um, we might wrap it up there, Steve. Um, good to uh, kick off twenty twenty four. Um, new hosting provider and everything so we're all good to go now so um, uh, we'll have a um, we'll have a bit of a play around with that um, see how we go and um, looking forward to next week as uh, we're going to tick over to 300 excellent that's good <laughs> absolutely alright so that's it for this episode um, and you can, we'll catch you next time